It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call us at 312-726-1243. Today, I will be speaking with Jerry Evans, a Christian entrepreneur, small business owner, and family man who is running for Congress in Illinois' 14th District. Jerry has invested firsthand in his community owning a music school in Wheaton, where he teaches students to play a variety of instruments. Jerry, I love music. I had six <laughs> kids and put them all through, bought instruments for everybody. Yeah. Probably, for, I might have bought them from you, I don't know. So, uh, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. Um, this is a pretty unique Thanks, opportunity, Rich. and I really, really want to uh, highlight what you're doing. So, let's start out. Tell us a little bit about you and what on earth are you doing running for, for Congress? Exactly. Well, hey, Rich, it is an honor to be on the program. Thank you so much for having me here. So, so obviously, uh, as you all know, my name is Jerry Evans. I'm a small businessman, entrepreneur, uh, and a music school owner, uh, as well as I own a commercial property and a salon. I have a beautiful wife, Lisa. Uh, yes, I know that. As, as we were talking, uh, she is the yes. trainer for my wife, as a matter of fact. Yes, it is and, a small world. And, and you just informed me of that this morning. That is fantastic. Uh, and so, so I'm really glad to know about that. And so my wife is a personal trainer. She also does modeling. We have an amazing son, Michael, who's about uh, 20 months old. We're so thankful for him. And, my, and does he already play a musical instrument? Yes, he got a drum set for Christmas. <laughs> You have got to see him. He will just smack those drums around. And uh, we didn't settle for something small. We got him a legitimate drum set. So he's <laughs> he's having a good time. Uh, but all that being said, my wife and I, were so thankful for what we do every single day and impacting our community uh, and, and changing lives one, one at a time. Uh, but we're not okay with progressivist politicians that are uh, pushing forth an extremely far-left pro-abortion agenda or pushing forward an agenda that actually infringes upon religious liberties and infringes upon the church capital C. And so I want to let you know that my wife and I, for, for a number of reasons, including that, I'm standing up to run for Congress to go ahead and defend the unborn 100% period, as well as protect religious liberties, stop human trafficking, uh, fight for small lower taxes, you know, fix the illegal immigration crisis, healthcare issues, and support the Second Amendment as well. Well, Jerry, let's take it back for a second. Um, first of all, I heard you say, my wife and I, yeah. and it really is more than, yeah. if she's not in it, it, it's probably not going to go well in, in my mind. So it's really wonderful to hear that. And, and your conviction is coming out of your faith is what I'm hearing also. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a Christian and I'm absolutely unashamed of that. And it doesn't matter if I'm on your show, Rich, or I'm on a different show with another company. I'm going to be straightforward and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm unashamed of being a Christian because there should never, ever, ever be a time where a, a Christian or even anyone of any other faith is ashamed or afraid to just be open about uh, having a faith in today's culture and in America. And so I'm going to defend religious freedoms absolutely 100%, period. And that really does matter to me. And then going back to your other point, Rich, I mean, you're, you're right. My wife and I made this decision together. This is not something separate. You know, we understand that the Lord has, has made us one. 
And so we're going to make this decision as one. And we took four to six months to go ahead and look through the whole process of getting involved. And as we saw what Congresswoman Underwood was doing, uh, where she is uh, voted against the uh, Born Alive Protection Act, or she is uh, voting for the Equality Act, which really doesn't have much to do with equality, has everything to do with coercing speech or coercing medical professionals or doing other things. We saw what she was doing and we said, hey, this is not okay. We're going to stand up and we're going to make a difference. And we really believe that we're the right people to go ahead and defeat her and unseat her and respectfully send her back to the private sector. Well, let's talk a little bit about the district you're in. It's the 14th district yes, sir. for U.S. Congress. Yes, sir. And what are your borders? People listening, how will they know they're in your district? Yeah, so you're in the 14th district, and right now you have Congresswoman Underwood as your congresswoman. If you are in uh, on the eastern front, you have places like Plainfield and Shorewood, a little bit of South Naperville. Then a little uh, north, north, you have St. Charles, Batavia, Geneva, a little bit of Warrenville. Then you go further north, and you've got Woodstock and McHenry and Antioch and uh, even Gurney. And then further west, you're going to go all the way to Sycamore. You're going to have Sycamore, but not DeKalb. Uh, you'll have places like Sandwich. You'll have places like Harvard. Uh, we don't go as far to, as Rockford, uh, but we do have a pretty expansive district. And I don't know the exact mileage, but we, we it seems like we almost have about a quarter of the Wisconsin border. Wow, that's really amazing. Yeah. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm uh, Rich Baker with the firm of Malk and Baker. And we're talking to Jerry Evans, Republican candidate running for U.S. Congress in Illinois' 14th district. We've talked a little bit about the parameters of that district and a little bit about your um, concerns. Uh, tell us more. So what are the issues that you're really focusing on for this campaign? Yeah, so obviously there are a number of them, uh, but uh, you've heard my, my passion for protecting the unborn and my passion for protecting religious liberties as well as stopping human trafficking. And, you know, I, I released a top five policy plan uh, that I really So want. what are those top five in your plan? Yeah, so those top five uh, in my plan are going to hit human trafficking. It's going to hit uh, protecting the unborn. And I just released my pro-life policy plan uh, just this past weekend, partly as a response to what Congresswoman Underwood did. You know, we released an immigration plan. Uh, we, we released a health care plan as well as a tax plan. And so uh, I really feel very passionately, uh, not only about all those things, but also lowering taxes on the middle class, even lowering taxes for small businesses like mine, because we know that small businesses are roughly 99% of the Illinois economy. That's the backbone of the Illinois economy. Well, let's go back. You've said you've released these. Where have you released these? My website has got everything on there. If you're looking for transparency, if you're looking for honesty, I've got great news. Just go to my website. It's jerryforcongress.com. Jerryforcongress.com. Jerry with a J. So think of Ben and Jerry's ice cream with a J and then, you know, Bob Evans, of course. Uh, jerryforcongress.com. And it will have all of our policy sheets as well as our other uh, policy positions as well as our video on that. Well, let me ask you this question. A little far afield, but what can one man do? How, so it, it's the swamp is pretty discouraging these days. So going to going to Congress, what can you do? What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think when you asked that question, the first person that came to my mind was William Wilberforce. And I think, what can one man do? Well, if you were tirelessly and seek to do the right thing amidst challenges and seek to go after justice, you can do some pretty amazing things. And I'm also, as a Christian, I believe that uh, the prayer of a righteous man does much and is very powerful and effective. And so with prayer and with intentional uh, pursuance of, of righteousness and, and, and seeking justice for those who are oppressed by human trafficking or abortion, et cetera, et cetera, you can do a lot. And so we understand that there are 435 
uh, representatives. We understand that there are 100 senators, but at the same time, if someone were to tell me, hey, Jerry, there's no difference between Congresswoman Underwood voting against the Born Alive Protection Act and then Jerry Evans being in that same seat and voting to uh, protect those who survive abortions and then also working on pushing forward more pro-life legislation to work on ending abortion. I think that's a huge, massive difference. And so uh, I really definitely believe one person can make a huge impact and especially a person empowered by prayer with a community around him or her to go ahead and do the right thing. Uh, look out. You've got some good things coming. So previously, your district was Randy Holkren's district. Yes. And then yes. Uh, um, your opponent is is Miss Underwood at this point. Yes. Um, how do you plan to get that district back? What what is your hope in that? Yeah, great question. So obviously we have the, the primary coming up. Actually, early voting did start in the 14th district, and there are certain places where you can vote, and then the actual election day is March 17th. But if I were to focus on the general election and I were to say, all right, how does Jerry Evans beat Congresswoman Underwood? I'm going to tell you something bold right now. In fact, so get ready for this. I'm going to say this, is that I actually do not believe that Congresswoman Underwood has a realistic political strategy to beat me. And that okay. sounds like a bold statement. And there's a number of reasons why. First off, and I'll give you three or four. First off, uh, the, the first thing is that my values fit the district. Our district is a lean Republican district with people that go to church, that want to protect the unborn, that want to keep the government off their back. They don't want socialism. And my pro-life and my pro-family values uh, and all my other values, my conservative values fit the district. Number two, we know that the Democrats do like to play the race card. And even Congresswoman Underwood had made a comment that I think would be playing the race card. I don't, I don't, I don't have the quote in front of me, so I want to refrain from saying it because I don't want to misquote her. Uh, but, but that does happen. And you can't play that against me. My wife is half Asian. My brother is black. And so they can't play the race card against me. And then thirdly, we know that her strategy is, uh, from inside sources, her strategy is to play herself off as being very nice and play the Republican off as the mean guy. And I want to let you know, I'm the music school guy who does mission strips and gives to the poor. And I hang out with kids and help them enjoy music. Good luck on making me out to be the mean guy. Well, let's, let's take that another step. Yeah. Uh, one other issue that's important to many people is taxes yeah. and our economy. Yeah. And you're saying you're a small businessman. How does... How does that stack up with Underwood and what she's doing? You know, obviously Underwood, uh, from a philosophical perspective and how she approaches things, she she's more sympathetic to socialist ways of doing things. So she's mentioned that Medicare for all is a good goal, which obviously is going to affect taxation in a significant way and reduce the quality of health care. Because uh, when you see single-payer health care systems, you see a reduction in the quality of that care. Uh, but, but, but I think you could go on down the line in the different ways that she approaches things. Uh, even with drug pricing, she approaches it. Uh, uh, more in my per perception from more of a, a socialist way of thinking uh, and with, with HR3 versus I believe it's HR19 uh, in my healthcare plan where we would seek to uh, focus on uh, you know, reducing drug costs with, uh, you know, going after benefit managers. Uh, and so uh, we could go through a lot of what she's done, but I would say there is a very stark difference in a pro-socialist way of thinking versus my way of thinking, which is a free market way of thinking, which is I believe in the unique God-given abilities that God has given each ind individual person. And I want to go ahead and help them use that. Coming up, we will talk further with Jerry Evans, Republican candidate running for Congress in Illinois' 14th district. And we'll be we'll pick up on the conversation as we just left it. I'm Rich Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus.
Are you making sure your business is well supported? Would you like to protect your hard work and add value to your company? Partner with lawyers you can trust. The attorneys at Malcolm Baker have experience navigating the complex world of business with both small and large businesses. They understand the challenges that many companies face, especially closely held family businesses. That's why they've been helping their clients achieve pragmatic solutions to suit their objectives, even in the most difficult situations. Malcolm Baker is the go-to law firm for all your business-related legal needs, including contracts and transactions, planning and formation, corporate administration, operation and employment, risk management, mergers and acquisitions, litigation, and more. Don't go about your business without competent and wise legal counsel. Contact Malcolm Baker today. Call 312-726-1243 or visit malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R dot com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney at Malkin Baker, a law firm that is based in Chicago and serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, I'm speaking with Jerry Evans, Republican candidate running for Congress in Illinois' 14th district. And we've been talking about the uh, politics of the 14th district and why Jerry makes a difference. Um, and I should mention, by the way, that you can go to his website, which is jerryforcongress.com, and pick up on, on the issues and the other uh, things that he's doing. So, Jerry, let's go back in and just talk about. Um, what do you think the biggest problems in government right now are that you would be addressing? Yeah, thanks for asking that question, Rich. And again, thanks again for having me on the program. It's an honor to be here. So I think there's a number of problems. I think a couple that I'd point out is first off, again, the attack on religious liberties with HR5 and then the Equal Rights Amendment. Uh, well, let's, let's stop you right there. Yeah, sure. For people... H.R. 5, what are you referring exactly. to? Exactly. Thank you so much. So that is the Equality Act, as it's called. And so the title sounds great. Shouldn't we all be for equality? Exactly. We should all be for equality. You know, we want everyone to have an opportunity to uh, raise our family and be successful. We want everyone to have an opportunity to fairly, you know, apply for a job and get a job. We all want those things, and that's good, and I agree with that. But the Equality Act does not have as much to do with about equality. It has to do with uh, coercing uh, uh, speech or coercing uh, medical professionals to do things that they want to or uh, making it more uh, – the government getting involved so that biological males are playing in uh, biological females' sports – and a number of other things and, uh, you know, things like that, this, this, this act or this HR5 should not be happening, first off. And then we also go to the Equal Rights Amendment, which has been around for a very long time. And again, the name sounds fantastic. It sounds Equal Rights Amendment. Wow, great title. Okay, but when you look at it, there's a number of problems with that. First off, it, it eliminates the distinction, uh, uh, legal, legally speaking, from, from men and women. And then it, it makes it uh, differ for the, the laws that are out there to benefit women. It makes it more difficult for those laws to actually work. Or it, it also it makes it easier for taxpayer funding of abortion to happen. And potentially even be enshrined in the Constitution uh, and abortion to be enshrined in the Constitution. And so I'm very much against those things. And that's why uh, I think those, those piece, that piece of uh, legislation or that amendment is a huge problem. You know, Jerry, you, you say these things. And, and 10 years ago, five years ago, yeah. maybe even three years ago, nobody would believe what you're saying is true in terms of um, the unintended consequences of this wonderfully thought out um, equal rights. Yeah. 
but equal rights now is is really t- turning into a kind of um, discrimination in itself. And and those, for for instance, the the natural boundaries of male and female, the uh, the Equal Rights Amendment would now address that and say that those boundaries cannot be recognized in law, as I understand what's going on. So I, I would agree with you that there, yeah. are, you know, and, and that that touches something. I'm hearing uh, the Democratic candidates uh, alleging allegations against Pence, who has now been made the, um, the czar for the um, coronavirus. Sure. Yeah. And they're saying he's anti-science. And how can he be that czar? And I think Yep. Erasing the distinctions between male and female is not anti-science. I, yeah. I I'm just scratching yeah, I my head. I mean, that's a label you shouldn't be throwing out there when you're when you're pressing for some of the things that are now uh, forefront in the Democratic Party. So you mentioned yep. two. You mentioned um, equal rights. You mentioned HR five, which is the Equality Act. What other things uh, in Washington are you uh, would you address if you had that opportunity? Yeah. So I think another thing. Uh, that I would say is and this may this may seem a little bit from a different angle, but honesty. We see so often how politicians are willing to sacrifice their character and integrity uh, in order to get votes or to get support or to get money, and then they go to Washington and then they're ineffective because they've lost they've lost who they are and they've lost the message that they should have had. And so f- for me, you know, people talk about draining the swamp. Well, part of the swamp is when you have uh, you know ineffective things happening in Washington and you have all these career, either career politicians or career workers making it hard for things to get done on behalf of the American people. But also part of that swamp is where people are just simply being dishonest. And so they'll say one thing to your face and behind the scenes they'll, they'll be lying to you behind your back or they'll, uh, they'll have bad philosophies. And so uh, I think honesty and integrity and I think transparency is very important. And so that's why for me, you know, when I announce my candidacy and if you go to my website, jerryforcongress.com, jerryforcongress.com you're going to see my positions laid out and that those were there from day one uh, because i think that for us to be amazing public servants we need to be honest we need to be transparent uh, and we need to be telling the truth and again sometimes it's difficult when you feel pressures from different sides but for me i'm not running for congress uh, for it to be easy i'm running for congress so i can accomplish the hard things you're listening to lawyers for jesus i'm rich baker of the law firm of malkin baker if you're just tuning in, make sure to visit MaukBaker.com to hear the rest of this interview. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. And you can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, I'm speaking with Jerry Evans, Republican candidate running for Congress in Illinois' 14th district. And we've been talking about integrity. So, yeah. Jerry, let me take you back for a second. Sure. Integrity. So why are you in this race? How did this all happen? And, and you know, it's a big deal to run for Congress. Yeah. It, it takes a lot of time and money and, and uh, it's, it's costly. What's driving you? Yeah, exactly. So I think a, a couple of things are driving me. First off, I've been very politically minded 
for as long as I can remember. So ever since I could vote, I've been a consistent voter, a consistent uh, conservative and Republican voter. Uh, and I really care about our culture. I care about our freedoms. I care about the unborn. I care about stopping human trafficking uh, and a number of other things. I care about securing the southern border so that we have a sensible immigration system that works based upon the rule of law as well as compassion. Well, let me and, stop you right there. Yeah. Now, I understand you're a Warrenville resident. Yes, sir, okay, I am. Okay, and there's a, there's a uh, large Hispanic population in Warrenville. So sometimes when you raise border issues, that may seem contradictory. What do you mean when you say uh, you're in favor of securing the border? Yeah, so I am, by the way, I am from Warrenville. I do live in the 14th district, uh, as opposed to at least one member of my primary who does not. And the, what I would tell you is that America is a nation of laws. We have the rule of law. In addition to that, we also want to be compassionate. So right now, when I see the Democrat position, which is extremely uncompassionate because they, a lot of people are in the Democrat Party are advocating for open borders. Well, what about those victims of human trafficking that are taken across unchecked parts of the border and then used for sex? Or what about you know people that are smuggled by, by human smugglers to get across the border, but then 60 to 70 percent of them are having some sort of act of violence committed against them? And, and think about this one story. This is a heartbreaking story, but I think it's important to hear. There's one young, young lady who at the age of 12 was smuggled up the southern border, but she was smuggled through an unchecked part of the border, not through a port of entry. And she was taken straight to New York City and used and raped 60,000 times. I mean, it's almost unmentionable. It's so hard to even say. But eventually she was freed. And at one point, one thing that she said was she said, I just wish they would have been forced to go through a port of entry because I would have reached out to a law enforcement officer to maybe have been saved from all that. And so I believe that when you look at the when you look at building a 18 or 30 foot barrier or, or both of them side by side, it's effective and forces people to go through ports of entry. And I think we need to have a, a, a strong and sound border so that people are not coming across illegally. But at the same time, we have a compassionate immigration system that actually works. You know, we're making sure people who want to apply for asylum or refugee status that they can adequately apply for those things and adequately adequately have those things adjudicated uh, and a number of other things. And so I do care about compassion, but we have to have rule of law as part of that. So you're not saying your uh, border policy is not keep everybody out. It, no, not at all. bring people in in an orderly way. Absolutely. I love immigration. And think about this. My wife, her mother, is a legal immigrant from Taiwan. And that is a beautiful thing. Uh, and and I, so I love immigration, but I think we need to have legal, law-abiding immigration. I'm going to run out of time in a little bit. Before I do it, one other issue that yeah, that's exactly. really pressing for you going to going to Washington. Sure. So one issue that's really pressing for me uh, is you know I, we've talked about uh, the pro life issue. We've talked about uh, the, the human trafficking issue. I've talked about uh, immigration a little bit, but obviously right now uh, I really care about addressing uh, the, in my opinion, the healthcare crisis, or, or as I would call it, the unaffordable care act. Uh, and so if I were to if I were to ask all of you listeners to say, all right, if you believe that healthcare the way it is today, if you believe the way it is today is the way it should be. Please raise your hand. And man, I hope none of you raised your hand because the way it is right now has so many problems and it's ineffective. First off, our, our drug prices are too high. Our uh, premiums and deductibles are too high. Our, uh, the ability for doctors to go ahead and do what they want to do is too high. Uh, and there's a lot of red tape. And I can't tell you how many doctors I've talked to who say, Jerry, I wish I could have done this or done this to help patients and accomplish health care. And they couldn't do it because of the red tape in the Unaffordable Care Act. And so I want to go ahead and address that head on. And I could talk 
for a long time about that, but I have a policy plan on my website, jerryforcongress.com, and I really believe that actually I can be the healthcare champion the 14th District wants and needs, as opposed to Congresswoman Underwood. Thank you so much for coming in. And yes, you're right. We're running out of time. Um, once again, how can our listeners learn more about you and your campaign? Yeah, thanks a lot. So go to my website, jerryforcongress.com, jerry with a J, F-O-R, congress.com. Check it out. We have a two and a half minute video you can do to, to see me and my family and my positions. You can read through the website as well as please get in contact with us. Email us if you want to sign, if you want to do some volunteering for us here in the next couple of weeks. The election day is March 17th and early voting starts right now. We'd love your help and we would love to have you be part of what we're doing. Thanks again, Jerry. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or malkbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. On our website, you'll find our Lawyers for Jesus podcast, and you can also subscribe to our newsletter for legal insights. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Baker, attorney at Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. Somebody, yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.